so congratulations. <laughs> um, that's amazing. You won the, um, you know, jury for directing for a short. That's really very well deserved. Um, I actually have been talking this film up to everyone I've seen. <laughs> so um, I, I really enjoyed it. And I'm going to be publishing a review either today or tomorrow as well. Maybe I'll mm -hmm. wait to, to, to tie this in, but um, really well-deserved, great short. Um, thank you for talking to me. So I guess my first question, yeah, <laughs> you're, it's just, it's, it's a joy. I'm glad we were able to reschedule as well. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm just wondering, you know, I know um, that this is very like personal for you, that you, this came from a point, um, a place where, because you had lost someone that you loved and they were older and I'm just wondering, did this originally start? And, you know, for me personally, I love horror and I love horror that comes from a place that's relatable and universal and something that's like a shared fear, which I think getting older and, you know, also, you know, everything that kind of happens to him in this film is is kind of a fear that we kind of all have, even if we don't speak to it. So I'm just wondering if this started off as a horror or did it kind of transform into that as you were writing? As a genre? yeah just in general like as the film was yeah. it originally going to be a horror or was it did it just make it like kind of grow into that yes definitely it started out as horror right away um i mean i'm i'm a huge fan of horror i got i got a master's of science in horror from usc i studied in, in psychology actually studied horror consumer audience um at usc so uh, so i i love horror from every perspective from the perspective of art from the perspective of psychology it's a fascinating um it's it's just a fascinating group to study as well i mean um you know horror seems to be one of the most loyal and forgiving genres um and that's not why i made the film of course but it's just fascinating uh that there is this whole phenomena surrounding it um, and I believe it's because people, because that's that's one of the only, it provides a safe container to confront dark things. Uh, and, and, and I believe that to be healing, in fact. Um, and, and horror, in a way, horror has saved my life. When I was having a very, very dark time, like period in my life, uh, I was watching a lot of horror films. And, and that was the only thing that could give me relief, that could make me forget, uh, you know, everything that was going on, which was difficult. Um, so, so right away, my instinct was <laughs> to process my loss, um, through a horror medium, through a horror film. Uh, so that was no question uh, with that. <laughs> I love that. And I love so many things that you just said. I didn't even know that was a degree. So I, <laughs> like, that is so <laughs> cool. How, why don't I have this? <laughs> like, um, that's just, it's very cool. Well, it was um, through the school of psychology, but I chose to study that basically. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's just very interesting because it's, um, I also have a horror website specifically, and I used to do a podcast about fear and psychology and horror films. So something is very fascinating to me. Um, yeah, I love that. I have to ask if you, if you are a horror fan and you were watching a lot of movies, did you have any ones that stood out to you or that really like inspired you to make your own? Absolutely. I mean, the one horror film I keep returning back to um, that really affected me as a kid. And I still like it's one movie that still scares me. And I've watched it so many times is The Ring uh, by mm -hmm. Verbinski. Um, and and overall, I, I've just been greatly inspired uh, by the Japanese tech core because uh, I grew up on that. And and um, it, it's just like to me, to me, it's it's it's. It's very interesting how in 
that that kind of horror they utilize a lot of like ghost tropes but they also make it scary because they withhold uh revealing things um you know they could make the water be scary they could make the drain be scary you know and and to me and and, and i'm greatly inspired by that because to me that's that's the scariest because that in a way that isolates you with your own mind uh and you don't have anything to grasp onto if that makes sense like if we see the monster right away uh we already kind of there's already logic that starts to surround it and we feel like we understand it and then it's less scary but if it's like a black hole that we're zooming into or like water that's coming out of somewhere uh it, it creates the feeling of suspense um and fear that I believe um, Japanese tech core is incredible at doing that. So I'm influenced by that as a, you know, as a, as a movement and, uh, and by the ring by Verbinski, um, the American remake. Yeah. Yeah. That's very, uh, has really a very interesting mood. Um, very like just, you just have dread in your stomach, that whole movie. And it's really with the colors, the music, everything is very, very effective. Um, I just yeah. did a rewatch of that recently, so I would, I would concur. Um, and I can see that being, you know, being a part of this as well, because in your short film, you definitely do less is more. Um, you do, which in my opinion is always the better, or at least building up to more, um, because you do want that isolation, you do want that uncertainty, you want to be in the character's mind a little bit. Um, so as a director, you know, how did you, um, what were you thinking when you were thinking about shots, and how did you kind of relay? your vision um, in making that? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think in terms of constructing shots, uh, because we are withholding, um, you know, the ghost until the very end, and we're just kind of suggesting it, it becomes yeah, it becomes the dance of suggestion, right? Like, like, I, I, I made sure that the frame had a lot of dark spots, behind um so that you know subconsciously you could just be like maybe there's something there um you know also we, we want to create a lot of uneasy frames um like when he looks up the stairs that's like a very uneasy frame um right uh it, it it's it, it's like the way it's made uh the way things Jarring. are yeah. yeah it's jarring it's like off center it's like our character is like not in the middle it's like in the corner so so we're creating these jarring frames we're, we're creating dread and anxiety through that um and and we're suggesting things through sound um through light um until until it, we can't suggest it anymore we, we keep like taking it up a notch until <laughs> it, it's time uh, to reveal so I hope that answers. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it was yeah. very effective. You did a great job. I mean, obviously, you know, you won that award. So you, you clearly, <laughs> I'm not the only one who thinks so. Um, so I know you're also a performance artist, right? And so that's, yeah. <laughs> which is very mm -hmm. cool. Um, when you make art or when you make a film like this, do you have um, kind of an intent in mind as far as how your audio audience perceives it? Or are you kind of letting people take, you know, what they what they can from it and make, you know, perceive it their own way. Absolutely. That, that's a great question. Um, for me, it always starts from the audience. I mean, that's why I decided to go to school, not for film, but to just study audience behavior <laughs> through the school of psychology. And, um, and of course there's sometimes a lot like inspirations. I typically take my inspirations from art too, uh, like Francis Bacon really influenced this film. Um, of course there are inspirations, but, they typically 
they typically come into play a little later, like in terms of like how we're constructing the work. Uh, but first, it always starts with phenomena that I'm interested in commenting about. So whether it's depression or loss or aging, it always just starts this phenomena. I want to comment on that. And then and then I start thinking, what do I want to say about it? Uh, because that's really important to me. Like, I, I don't want to make things in a vacuum. Uh, and it's it is important to me how the audience perceives it, um, because at the end of the day, I think making art and making films, it's such a big responsibility. Um, you're putting something out into the world and it could either, you know, increase someone's quality of life or it could take away from it. Um, so I know it might sound pretty harsh, but I do think that's true. Um, and, and so and so I think that it, like, I don't see any other way than to start with the audience. Um, maybe maybe if I'm just making something for myself, maybe I won't think about the audience, but <laughs> yeah, uh, but definitely not through film or art medium. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And, you know, there is a sensitivity, especially with something that's, you know, you know, potentially with a horror, especially, um, you know, people can can take that in many different ways. Um, so how how has the Sundance Festival like experience been? And also like, why do you think it's important for um, like festivals like this to continue for, you know, people like you to get your short films out there? I mean, a Sundance has been absolutely remarkable. Um, I've been in other festivals, which mm -hmm. were great, uh, but I've never been a part of the festival that supported short films as much <laughs> and that supported bold visions, you know, and, and fearless storytelling and something I've noticed with other films as well, other shorts. Um, so, so it's it's a true honor to be here. And um, and and I think, yeah, I, I think Sundance truly <laughs> elevated my career and gave me, um, you know, gave me this platform to connect with the audience. Um, the audience have been absolutely remarkable, very, very special. Um, and and also, yeah, and also just kind of um, you know, it 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 gave me further belief that there is, you know, that there is an audience for the kind of work I want to make. That I don't have to necessarily subscribe um, to cookie cutter, you know, uh, type of storytelling. <laughs> and right. I think without that, uh, the culture would die in a way. Um, so not just for short filmmakers, but you know, all around. Uh, if you know, if um, so, so, so yeah, I, I think it's amazing to support artists, uh, independent artists like this, because uh, it's a big part of culture. Yeah, I agree. Definitely get rid of the cookie cutter. Just make your own shapes. Yeah. <laughs> Pour exactly. it with your hand. Yeah, no, I love that. Um, are you working on something else now? Is there a project that you are currently in the middle of? Yes. Yeah, so I'm I'm writing the feature of The Looming as we speak. <laughs> so I'm, <laughs> I think I'm just so lucky that there there has been some interest in that and um and I and this is the kind of story I believe that I can tell and that I can expand um so that's that's what's happening right now. <laughs> well, that's really exciting. Was that kind of the idea when you first started writing or at least the dream that it would be made into a feature? Like did you have in your mind some of the where it would go if it was longer? Yes, it was definitely <laughs> dream and I think like you know when you at least for me when I start writing a short story um in order to make all these directorial choices right color light like all these directorial choices 
you kind of have to create a world outside mm. of what's on the page in order to be able to direct. Um, and so this, this, you know, this feature script in so many ways is already written uh, because you create a backstory. Like you need a backstory to be able to direct your actors because otherwise they're not going to create deep performances, I believe, uh, because, you know, because 15 pages is not is not enough for that, I think. Um, so in a way, it, it already starts with world building uh, that took me a couple of months to do. And then you write 15 pages. Uh, but then when you return back to writing the long form, you have that world. Uh, so, yeah, so I guess that's how. But I, I didn't but I didn't know that this film would go. I didn't expect that it would go so far. Right. Uh, so that's that's very <laughs> refreshing and exciting. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it works as a proof of concept for a feature, but it also works, at, you know, as a standalone short, which is pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes it can be more difficult to wrap something up in 15 minutes, to be honest, and provide like a, a fulfilling, you know, kind of end. Um, just before I let you go, how, how long of a process was it, you know, writing the short, filming it? Like how can you tell us a little bit about the journey to get here? Absolutely. Um, I mean, because it was a personal story, it took just not the writing part, but it just took a while to just figure out how to approach it. Um, you know, like who is the monster, like just how to approach this kind of topic, how to translate uh, this experience, this experience in life and this phenomena into this medium, um, you know, into the medium of storytelling, short storytelling and then horror. Um, but then once that was figured out, it took I mean, it took really quickly to write, um, you know, it took very quickly to write. And then we shot it over a weekend. Uh, so we just shot it over a weekend. And then <laughs> and then so we shot it in May and then we were finished post-production in August. So so it was that type of turnaround time. And to write, I don't remember exactly how long it took to write, maybe half a month uh, without even doing it every day. So, so, so once the world was built, like in my mind, writing was quick and, uh, and yeah, post post-production was like three months and we applied uh, to Sundance right before the cutoff. So we applied yes. like in September, right? Like a couple days before the cutoff. So, um, so yeah, I, I didn't even, I didn't even think I would get into Sundance. I'm like, it's impossible. Like there's a whole year to apply and we waited until the last minute. Um, so it was definitely refreshing to get in especially with a horror short yeah and <laughs> I know I I'm always a big fan of the midnight section and you know any I don't know I love strange and you know odd films so um I'm always appreciative when Sundance you know me meanders into that lane a little bit um and I'm really glad you got it in in time so congratulations again and yeah. um I hope if you're still there I hope you have a great rest of the time I don't know if you are um I'm enjoy here. the city I'm here. <laughs> yeah I'm enjoy never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> try to stay warm um and just thank you I really appreciate your time no th thank you so much Christy and thank you for all of your deep questions I'm just like oh. wow like thinking about things in a new way too now so oh. so really appreciate um you taking the time and all your and thought to putting this together so thank you well, that's very kind of you. Thank you. Um, I was generally just interested. So, um, and I think our readers will be as well. So thank you again. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. You too. Thank you so much.